I'm Liana. And I'm Sam. And welcome to On Thursdays We Thrive podcast. We're just two Long Island licensed therapists who want to sit down and have real conversations about mental health, therapy, and just getting through the damn day. Have a seat and get ready to thrive, learn, explore, and grow with us. All right, and welcome back to On Thursdays We Thrive. I'm Sam. And I'm Liana. And just a quick disclaimer, even though we are licensed therapists, our podcast is to provide psychoeducation and express our experience only. Therefore, it's not a substitute for individual mental health therapy. Okay, so today we're going to be shifting our conversation from relationships to now social media. And wow, how has it changed over the past years and just our society in general? And what is it doing to our mental health? Yeah, it's it's crazy to see how how social media has evolved over the past few years. So we're going to get into that. But first, we're going to go through some of our glows and grows for the week. So Sam, what what's your glow and grow for the week? Okay, so my glow for the week is that I'm understanding what it means to like put yourself first and really how that's transforming ourselves and creating just an overall better life for ourselves and how to go about that. And that's also my grow Mm -hmm. because I'm still in the process of learning how to do that. And I think that's really important to mention that your glow can be your grow because we're Mm. still learning how to do that and it's a process. So that's my glow and grow. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. It's, it's so hard to put ourselves first. Um, even in the most toughest times when it could be so obvious or maybe we find ourselves people pleasing that we've, you know, talked about last week. Um, so I'm, I'm proud of you. That's great. Um, my glowing grow is, well, my glow is that my bridal showers this weekend and after postponing two times because of COVID, of course, I can't believe it's actually happening. <laughs> so I'm very excited. And then my grow is that I... I want to continue also kind of working on myself. I want to, Mm. you know, I, I, I feel some certain behavior patterns or thought processes that are kind of, you know, making an impact in my life. And it just like raises questions or makes me want to learn more. So it's, I guess, making me more interested in learning about myself, if that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. And I can relate to that. I think that's a really good way of putting it. Just like we're interested in learning about ourselves, and we might be noticing more things that we need to work on because that's what growing is, right? Yep. So we actually put up a poll and we asked you guys what you feel are some pros and cons of social media. So we're going to share them as well as some of our own perceived pros and cons. Then we're going to share some tools that we have used ourselves as well as with others in order to find out more of a balance with social media and make it more of a safer, positive aspect in life. Yes, we're going to share those pros and cons when we com- when we come back. Welcome back. So we're going to start with some cons that we've received from you guys that we definitely agree with. So the f- first one I'm going to dive into is the idea of comparing ourselves to other people and how when we look on social media we see these 
filters, right? Not giving us a just an a, uh, accurate description of what the person really looks like or what they're really doing. They're looking like they're having a great time. They have the best relationship, family, friends. And then what happens? We feel shitty about ourselves. We feel like, oh, I wish I, you know, was on that vacation or I wish I went out to that mm. great restaurant. And now immediately we're feeling depressed. We're feeling less than. Right. And because of that comparison, I can see us also just comparing our family relationships, our friendships, our romantic relationships, whatever it may be to social media. And that overall ultimately is not making us essentially happy Mm. in these relationships because all we're focused maybe on is well, we're not like them. And we don't even know if they're like them. Yeah, right? that's a good like, point. We don't even know if that's real. We don't know what's behind the scenes. And I know that's so cliche to say, but it's so true. And I hear it a thousand times from people we work with, you know, in our sessions or just family and friends. It's beyond me. Like how many times I'll hear, I look so happy in this picture, but no one actually knows what went on this day. Yeah. Or we, the amount mm-hmm. of fighting or whatever we never really know what's going on behind the scenes and what do you think about this that and someone wrote this in too that we forget to socialize face to face because we become addicted to our phones yeah and I mean I'm sure you can agree with this that's not even like pandemic no it's not (laughs) like that's literally because all right let's say we went on a date you and I yeah and we're at the table together and I'm just on my phone like I'm so maybe want like I need to know what everyone else is doing Mm -hmm. maybe and I'm not even enjoying the present moment or make sure we take a picture here so it looks like I'm having fun but did we even remember how the day went or are we just focused on taking the picture Mm -hmm. and that's something like I've definitely had to learn in life too and still a growth (laughs) is you know how do we get away from the social media aspect how do we not just live inside a phone how am I Mm -hmm. living in the present moment and that takes such a toll on our anxiety our depression our overall happiness and Mm -hmm. relationships with other people it's exhausting and one thing another person wrote in that I had to reflect on myself to kind of see if I did this and I definitely do is Mm -hmm. like you know when you haven't looked at your phone for a while especially Instagram you're like what did I miss you know and you want to scroll back and it's like why do I feel like, like, what am I trying to get in the know about? Right. Yeah. What do you think about that? Do you find that too? Absolutely. Like if, and it's almost like I'm doing it mindlessly. I feel mm-hmm. sometimes that I just click my phone and I'm just scrolling. Like, I don't even know what I am looking at anymore. Yeah. I think it's just like, I almost feel like a zombie. Yes. Yes. It's mindless scrolling. And another big piece of this is the V word, validation. (laughs) (laughs) Now let's take a, let's take a time machine back to maybe like, I don't know what year it was when Instagram first came out. And when you hit that 11th like, it now turned to 11 likes Mm -hmm. and it was like, yes, I got it. (laughs) And now I have to be honest that like, I've heard people say, if I don't get over a hundred likes, I have to delete it or it's not good enough. Or I feel shitty about myself. And how come we've turned likes and comments Mm -hmm. into feeling good about ourselves. That we did a good job. Or that 
people like us, people like our photo. It is has such a strong correlation to validation and inclusivity. You know what I'm thinking of is, <laughs> have you ever seen that like video or that meme of like girl post picture and all of her army assembles and it's like all the girls have to comment like wow beautiful great yes. blah, blah, blah. and it's like half true but it's also like and it doesn't have to be true for everyone like some I know when I'm commenting on my friends photos I genuinely need right. it no one ever tells me to yeah but it's just interesting like how that does happen and we need that validation or we need people to actually mm-hmm. believe that mm. other people are validating us in this way or that mm-hmm. they're liking our pictures so you know we'll I'll like it too and things like that whatever it is and maybe the validation of like speaking to people through dm or something oh okay good they liked it they're not mad at me they double tapped yes. the message i sent or they responded okay they're not mad at me or or if they didn't like it why didn't she like it yes why Did didn't he comment it? yes right did they not see it? Did they see my story? Did they um, like my picture? Who's mad at me? Who's hanging out without me? Whoever it is, it's or whatever it is, it's just it's a very stressful mm-hmm. process that didn't it wasn't a thing years ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. One last important aspect of the cons, and then we'll move on to pros, is how it impacts relationships. And especially relationships where maybe if a partner is not feeling so secure in the relationship or maybe there's actual reasons to not have strong trust. And I've heard people say, who did they follow? Who did they like? Who are they, you know, looking at on social media and how that's been such a focus of arguments with couples. And it's like when we kind of take a step back, it's what are we actually fighting about? You know, like this is a bigger picture than just who you liked, right? It's a bigger issue. What do you think about that? Yeah. And of course it's different for everyone. Like if there actually is a trust issue there, that's something to seek further. But right off the bat, I think it, like if we're just doing it for no reason, I don't think there is ever just no reason besides coming to our head. I think as therapists, we're always like, there's some hidden trauma or there's something Mm -hmm. else going on or there's a trust issue somewhere in the line. But it's like you're saying, like, what is that? Like, what is what's going on within the relationship that's making us feel this way? It's not actually the picture itself. It's what that means. Yes. I couldn't have said it better. I agree. It's there's something going on deeper under the surface. And then forcing like the other partner to feel if that is an insecurity for them, like, okay, I need to look like that person in the picture that they're liking yes oh well they like I don't know a girl with big boobs and I don't have big boobs and now I feel bad about myself right right so let's move on to some pros because okay there are some pros people did write in and we do agree with them so the first one that I want to point out that is kind of a little obvious is that it does help us keep in contact with friends and family far away especially through this pandemic you know we, we weren't able to be with those friends and family that we might have seen every weekend or every month or like I know I have my best friend is in Connecticut and Mm -hmm. I haven't seen her in over a year so I'm grateful for social media for that reason yeah and just like sharing your moments with one another like it does genuinely for me it makes me feel happy when I see like friends and family really progressing and Mm -hmm. like having a good time like I love seeing that or just you know, being in, like you said, being in contact with people who are far away or having relationships with 
maybe you make friends over social media. Yeah, I know a lot of people are able to make either you could find your romantic partner, you can find mm-hmm. friends on social media. Whatever it is, that connection is important, and sometimes social media is one of the major ways to do that. Yeah, I think social media can help bring people together. And it also helps bring employment opportunities. Like mm. I have a friend who's a personal trainer and when the pandemic happens, even if the, you know, no pandemic or pandemic, she was able to continue her business and continue to have money rolling in by promoting her, you know, personal training on Instagram and Facebook to have some revenue. So I know I use Instagram professionally too. therapy with Liana, quick plug. Um, (laughs) but it has been a huge lifeline for many small business owners and it helps, it helps us thrive. This is a whole new wave in technology. It has helped businesses thrive. Yeah. I mean, even right now, what are we doing? Like we promote Mm -hmm. on Thursdays, we thrive on Instagram and it's a great way to promote your business and essentially make more money in that way and one last thing that I really love is that when I'm going out to dinner I literally look on Instagram first to see what the food looks like to see what the atmosphere looks like to see you know how it's plated I'm all about imagery and I love looking at what things look like and what things look I just said that what things are (laughs) and you can find anything on social media you can find any piece of information so I think it is a good resource as long as it's accurate to find new information. I fully agree. So now let's get into a few tips. Okay, so the first tip I have here is using a productivity app. So Mm -hmm. I recommend this a lot and it'll tell us maybe I know there is that thing that pops up on her phone. It's like, you've increased by 15%. Screen time. Like, no, you're just making me feel shitty about myself. Like, I just feel like crap, (laughs) thanks. Um, But this is like a productivity app to just tell us, like, okay, well, how much time do we want to spend on our phone? Maybe I'll lock it. Then the phone, I think, will shut down, right? Oh. If, like, we want to set it for three hours or something. Maybe if I have homework to do or, Mm -hmm. you know, work to catch up on, whatever it may be, I can set that limit. There's also alongside with that is turning off or turning on the night mode. Oh, the do not disturb. Yeah. So it goes on night mode and then it'll shut, turn your phone into like a, I don't know, like a yellowy light and it'll like, yes, it'll turn it on do not disturb. And then it'll do that for however many hours and then wakes you up gently and actually I think it says how much sleep you're getting and things like that but I like that the the productivity app is able to just like help us with our whole entire day too that's cool I'm gonna look into that another one that I wanted to make sure I told you guys about was after I watched the social dilemma on Netflix yeah my life was changed I definitely recommend but it motivated me to turn off all of my notifications all day Um, so that I only checked my apps when I wanted to, right? Like if I get a notification, I'm then compelled. I think we are all compelled to check that notification, even if I didn't really care about what that notification was, or if I didn't even want to look at my phone. So now I've been having it off for the last several months since as long as I watched, since I watched that documentary and yes, of course I still look at my phone a decent amount, but I'm not alerted every time I get a notification. So I found that very helpful. Definitely. So the next one is leaving space before bed without electronics. So 
what I've been telling people is, okay, so we know if we didn't know, now we know, is an hour before bed is when we want our phones to be turned off and away from us. We don't want to look at it an hour before bed because it's signaling our brains to be, you know, pumped up and turned mm-hmm. on for the rest of the day. But if we're trying to wind down, that's not able to happen. So what I've been telling people, cause that could be very hard if we're again, addicted to our phones or if it's a habit, it's like mm-hmm. anything else. We have to start small, like yeah. we said in our motivational episode. So if we can't even put it down for 10 minutes, let's say, just try turning on that light or the, you can adjust the light or mm-hmm. you can turn on the night mode starting there at least. And then gradually maybe 10 minutes before that I do that and kind of seeing how I feel with that. And then 20 minutes and adjusting it that way, mm. because overall we're losing our brain is not able to function in the way it is throughout the whole day. Mm-hmm. And as we think we're sleeping, our brain is actually wired and it's heightening our anxiety and depression and everything is revolved around our sleep. I'm the biggest hypocrite, but (laughs) (laughs) it's okay. I like that though. I like that. I like how you said starting small, like 20 minutes, even 10 minutes, five minutes, whatever it is. The next one is something that I've done personally that I found extremely beneficial and it relates to comparing ourselves to other people we see on social media, like whether it's famous people, celebrities, models, deleting all accounts that no longer serve you and follow accounts that align with your values and don't make you feel bad about yourself. What a, what a concept. And whenever something comes up on my explore page on Instagram or my for you page, and it's really not serving me, I, there's a button where you can actually click not interested Mm -hmm. or I I think that's the term for it. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of funnels through posts that they think might be beneficial for you. So I'm seeing less of things that I don't like and more of things that I do. And I've had to unfollow, you know, people that I genuinely probably like celebrities, but I know for me, I don't want to follow them and it just doesn't serve me. And I found that to be an extremely beneficial tool. That leads into like our why. So mm-hmm. I always ask people, do we under, do we even stop and think to ourselves like why am I mindlessly scrolling? I know for me, I hardly do that, right? Like mm-hmm. it's hard to ask ourselves, so why am I looking? Is there a purpose? And most people will often say, no, I haven't asked myself that. I haven't thought about why I'm actually on Instagram. Maybe are we trying to be up to date with people? Are we doing it as a way to find out information or mm-hmm. to sometimes we maladaptive cope, <laughs> right? Like we're so like unhealthy coping of like, we almost want to make ourselves feel worse without realizing it. Right. We get into this like tunnel. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, I just have to do it because it's a habit. Yeah. Are we trying to actually help ourselves relax? So if we're filling our page, like you're saying with things that are helping us and making us grow, then maybe that is what we're doing in that moment. Maybe mm-hmm. I am actually coming on here now to find helpful quotes to get me through, or I'm using a meditation app or something. And that's what we could start with too, is like, okay, I'm putting my phone down for 10 minutes. Let me at least turn the meditation app on mm-hmm. or something to get myself feeling more relaxed before bed. So it's not so heightened. Right. So it's kind of like easing ourselves into that sleep and also not filling our brain with negative thoughts or anxiety. Right. And to end this, end this out, take a moment and ask ourselves, if we're being honest, right, 
is this bringing me happiness or do I leave the experience feeling badly about myself? Mm. Try that. Next time you put down your phone, after you scrolled, after that TikTok, three hours later, you know, ask yourself, do I feel good? Do I feel better? Or do I feel not so good? Did I, do I feel worse now? Right. And take it from there. Just be a detective. So... That wraps it up just for this episode. We hope that you enjoyed this. We found it an extremely important topic. A lot of you guys wrote in. Yeah. Any other topics that you would like us to talk about, let us know. And yeah. Keep thriving. Yay.